Coming to you from the mountain fortress of pop culture. You're listening to Time to Talk. Welcome to the fortress where Lee, Paul and I, we're a little bit worried our baby dragon, Igor, has swallowed a Monopoly piece and (laughs) things have become rather urgent because it's my favourite, it's the battleship. So, my friends, I'm afraid I might be in a very bad mood this morning. Is that okay with you, Lee and Paul? Uh, Yep. Go with it. Go with it. Live live your life, it's good. You know, Paul and Lee, I used to play Monopoly with my dad and he always beat me, probably because I'd always win. I I did play it quite a lot as a kid, but it, it was a bit of a trigger point, I think. It, it, it always made me a bit angry. Mostly because I always got ganged up on and bullied. So, and yeah, I, I did, you know flip a few tables (laughs) but everyone has though paul on a couple of times everyone has this game is infuriating because it's the only game in the world where they've they've created a game and then there are like 50 sets of rules so whoever's losing adapts themselves to the set of rules that align with what their objective is and that ends up with flipped boards we never agreed on that at the beginning i can't believe it it's (laughs) just terrible i used to spend half an hour setting up the parameters of the game before i'd play with anyone as a youngster it was the the game that was like the one that you went to the last if everything else failed um and it would go on for hours and hours and hours <laughs> yeah um, and we all know you don't have an attention span uh, right? no i and, and i i used to always say i'll be the banker just so that I, <laughs> just so that i could steal money when nobody was looking because it got me so bored yeah See, oh, I was never clever enough to be the banker. I'm, I, I wasn't a very clever child, and I'm not a very clever adult. So, and th- this is not me putting me down. I, I know where my strengths lie, and you know, intelligence isn't really one of them. But they always knew. So, it was always my family who I played with, like my my sister and my cousins and stuff. And they always knew how to, no matter what, drag the game out to torture me. So. I was never allowed to be the banker. There was always different rules thrown out there, and they knew I would never remember the rule from the last time. So I just absolutely hated playing the game because it always, always led to me ending up in jail, having to sell things just to get out of jail, just to go back into jail again. And I was just like, no, I'm staying away from jail. So I just went on to Kaplunk. I like games where you just, you know, you just press something yeah. or you pull something and something happens. I'm all right with that. Instant yeah. gratification, hungry yeah. hippos, that yes. kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> forget your monopoly with all the complicated rules and tiny houses and but little things. Yeah, I do have a question, though. So, did you always pick a specific piece? So, like mine was, I always liked being, strangely enough, the dog. Um, I would never have wanted to be anyone's bitch, so I never. <laughs> it was always, always the battleship for me. <laughs> Uh, I always went for the tiny top hat because I used to do a little dance with the like da, 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 da. that was the, that's that cute. Was the only only reason that I chose it or the iron because then when I was bored I could iron the, the money when I wasn't listening. I didn't get you know, the iron being something because I didn't really think many people enjoyed 
ironing. I can tell you, I didn't just get into trouble as a child with this game. As an adult, my then wife caught me cheating while we were playing Monopoly. And you guys, <laughs> you, you don't even want to know, she chucked the dice across the room as soon as she noticed me fingering her sister. Oh. oh. <laughs> Scandalous. <laughs> and I recently bought the Sharia law version of Monopoly. I mean, it's pretty much the same as the standard version, except if you're a woman, you're not allowed to own property. Ooh. Really? Is that, is that genuinely? Is that genuinely true? <laughs> well, it is, Lee. You don't get sent to jail. You get sentenced to a stoning. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realise this was going to go all controversial. <laughs> Paul's out of here. He's going. No, I don't want any part of this. Get me Again, out of the room. I'm not. I'm not intelligent enough to say anything that would actually convict me. So at the end of the day, well, look, I tell. I tell the listeners are probably wondering what the hell we're all rabbiting on about. We're here to talk about the proposed changes to Monopoly. Toy company Hasbro has announced that it is updating its popular board game for the first time in 85 years. All 16 of the famous community chest cards are being changed to appeal to a more modern audience. And actually, let's just call them what they are, the Woke Brigade. So the prompts (laughs) on these yellow cards, they include things currently about having to pay $50 for a doctor fee or winning $10 for coming second in a beauty contest. Those are the types of cards that they're replacing. They're talking about the new cards uh, that will require players to pay for donating to an animal shelter, for God's sake, failing to recycle the trash, or not choosing to shop locally. You will be fined. How bad is this? Um, Like, don't get me wrong, I'm all about the planet. Love the planet, don't want people to litter and things like that, but please, come on. Like, who, who even thought to themselves, right, okay, what we need to do is we need to update our game so that it is so politically correct, so that it is so humanitarian. (laughs) It's a game and no one likes playing the game and you've even got like a billion different versions of this game, Star Wars, Lego. You've had to change this game up to try and appeal to so many people. Your game is rubbish. (laughs) They've got Pokemon, Lord of the Rings, City Edition, the World Edition, my favourite, the Electronic Banking Edition. (laughs) I want to know, though, tell me this, Paul and Lee, where's the Jeffrey Epstein edition? I mean, you managed to evade the bankruptcy square by sitting on a little private island in the middle of the board, but then you ultimately end up in jail unless you pick up the Prince Andrew and Monica. Oh, oh. That's so so controversial. But Um, you know what? It's only a matter of time. This is what Hasbro said in a statement. They said, covering topics like beauty contests, holiday funds, and life insurance, there's no denying that the Monopoly game's community chest cards are long overdue for a refresh. So we thought that we would help because they actually are having a competition, Hasbro, or a questionnaire or whatever. They're, they're reaching out to the community for ideas for their community chess cards. Give us some some of the ideas that you've got, um, Lee, for your community chess cards. Just, just give us one. We'll pepper them through this conversation, I think. Oh, I'm going to go with go back so many spaces or give so much money to the, to the bank because you've had botched Botox. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think your face good. is sagging to the left. Yeah. Ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You've had an adverse reaction to chemical fillers, and it's not good. It is not good. No. Your blood facial went wrong. I yeah. love it. Awesome. Go on, Paul. Oh well, see, I've I've just completely restructured the whole game. If I'm perfectly honest, so there's well obviously all these. The scope of, yeah, I know, well, I know. Well beyond the scope of what you were asked to do, but I, I know. But I just again <laughs> idea in my head, and I just have to go with it. So basically, um, I don't know whether. Well, I know Lee watches it, but like Drag Race is quite a big thing for mm. us UKs and ours has just finished like our series and I think Australia is getting the first season coming up soon so I'm giving a big old shout out to RuPaul and all of his producers and whatever you can thank me for this and you can uh, give me some money but if there isn't already RuPaul's Drag Race Monopoly board and here's where we start so you have your four main corner posts and you know you start with go so that's where everyone starts we're going to change that to start your engines and receive a tip of $200 um, because that is just you know where everybody starts where the jail is it is now going to be classed as the bin because nobody wants to get in the bin. But also, once you get out of the bin, because sometimes you get like a get-out-of-jail-free get card, you're going to get a get-out-of-the-bin-free card. It's just going to be classed as the workroom. Then in the next corner, where it was free parking, it's going to be the main stage, because, you know, you'd have to pay anything for that. And then the go-to-jail square will be getting the bin. So them are your four main, them are your four main squares. I'm, gonna let, I'm just going to let you digest that for a little second. And, and, you Thank know, you. I have figure, a feeling you've been out. thinking way, too much about this <laughs> <laughs> and he's a very big fan of drag race and if you're not a fan yeah. of drag race you won't be following this at all no you, no yeah. you, and you in, won't. The, in the uk getting the bin is 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 a very relatively new way of kind of dissing somebody it's yes like you, you oh. need to get in the bin yeah kind of yeah oh. get in the trash like instead of getting get in the, the trash yeah 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 or get in the gutter so, so whatever your Whatever your term is for just basically you, you are bashing someone, you're like, right, I don't like you getting the bin. You, you so would use it, that. Is it, is it used in a fun way or a highly offensive way? Um, well, Should I say it to my grandmother? I No. Do you like her? <laughs> Not really. No, she can get okay. in the bin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll try it out and see what happens. And are you meant to say it? What sort of tone do you adopt? Like, tell me. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. Tell me if I'm wrong. Get in the bin. Um, right. So my recent get in the bin for someone, it, it usually is like social media because, you know, everything happens oh. on that. And um, no, no, like I will happily say it to people's faces. That's not a problem. But for the likes of things like Piers Morgan, massive controversial. Um, but I just don't like him anyway. And he can always, no matter what, get in the bin. And if I ever see him, I'll just be like, oi, Morgan, get in the bin. The, the, one of my favourite gifts is um, um, there's an actual gift with it where there's a, a trash, like a huge big trash can with somebody being thrown into it. Um, <laughs> and it just says, get in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of Mr. Bean where he runs through the park with the bin <laughs> on top of his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except, you know, we, we choose to put people in the bin, you know, right. just, just get in Understood. the bin. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to try and use it at work tomorrow. I'll tell you if I've still got a job. By the uh, the <laughs> Just be careful who you use it on. <laughs> Sometimes amateurs know best. 
and a lack of professionalism is all you'll hear on the Time to Talk show. Join Tim and his panel of guests as they wade their way through a range of news, music, and pop culture treats. Time to Talk, the show hosted by amateurs for unprofessional listeners. This is really interesting to me. I, honest to God, didn't know this. The game's little-known inventor, Elizabeth Maggie, would no doubt have made herself go directly to jail if she'd lived to know just how influential today's twisted version of her game had turned out to be. Because the version she made in 1866 was railing against the norms of the time essentially and she was trying to make a statement she was unmarried into her 40s she was independent very proud of it and she made her point with a publicity stunt taking out a newspaper advertisement she offered herself as a young woman american slave for sale to the highest bidder her aim she told the shocked readers was to highlight the subordinate position of women in society and this is a quote from her we are not machines girls have minds desires hopes and ambition so it gives you a flavor of the woman but she's an activist and she's someone that we should all be proud of way ahead of her time she invented a game to make her social point and in 1904 she patented the game and she called it the landlord's game now laid out on that board as a circuit which was very novel at the time it was populated with streets and landmarks for sale but the key innovation of her game lay in there were two sets of rules okay so you could play it under the prosperity set of rules or the monopolist set of rules this is where she's trying to make her point do you want to be in a society where we live by prosperity rules or monopolist rules So uh, under the prosperity rules, which of course she favoured, every player gained each time someone acquired a new property. Every player gained. The game was ultimately won by everyone when the player who had started out with the least amount of money had doubled it. Sounds a bit boring, but I mean... <laughs> it's I mean, very, it's, yeah, it's very worthy and, no, and very worthy. well done, her. But yeah. you know, where are the hippos that are eating things? <laughs> where, where is the thing that explodes? That's what we want from a game. I mean, I am quite like taken back with how old this game is. Like, there's me just thinking it was made in the sixties or something. It's like I just have been going going for such a long time. It has interesting beginnings, and the game was a hit amongst left-wing intellectuals on college campuses, including Harvard and Columbia, and also amongst Quaker communities, some of whom modified the rules and redrew the board with names from the streets of Atlantic City. Here's the, here's the horrible twist, right? A man called Charles Darrow, he was one of those who redrew the board. He enjoyed it, redrew the board, and then basically came up with his own modified version. He sold that modified version to Parker Brothers. <gasps> Once the game's true origins came to light, Parker Brothers bought up Maggie's patent as well, so she did actually get remuneration in the end. But then they relaunched the board game simply known as Monopoly and provided the eager public with just one set of rules. And that's what happened to Maggie's, oh, poor old Elizabeth's original rules. Did they get in Torn the bin? Up. Yeah, it was the first time anyone actually upturned the table on Monopoly. <laughs> it was probably her. <laughs> and you know what the irony is with this whole story? She was trying to show that, you know, the, the bad set of rules, which is the one we got exemplified, you know, chasing wealth, crushing your opponents if you want to come out on top. This is exactly what happened to her. Oh, 
yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Poor old what Elizabeth, man. Yeah. But we salute you. We salute you. Yeah. Let me tell you one of my community chess cards that I came up with. Ooh. Um, from sale of stock, you receive $45. But if you're Danny Minogue, receive nothing. No <laughs> stock did you move. Do you know, there is, there is a long-running harshness with, with Tim and Danny Minogue. And, oh, um, no, you know, I love Danny Minogue. I do as well. No. We're, we're, not, we're not happy with that. Perhaps it could be you win um, a full range of her 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 Walmart it's clothing. Oh, it's QVC, um, isn't it? She's just done something for QVC over here. <laughs> oh, my God, skipping back to Wigan. So she had a baby with a guy that was a rugby player from Wigan. And she, oh. <laughs> she actually met, I think his mum worked on the indoor market, which I insulate in no one's indoor market, but he's come from a very working class background. And I just love the fact that she picked up with someone from Wigan um, and she could have, you know, got any kind of celeb she wanted to, but she chose, she chose someone down to earth. And I like well, that. Well, you know, Paul. There's another link between Danny Minogue and Monopoly. When they were kids, Kylie used to, you know, deliberately shuffle the cards so that that second prize in the beauty contest was always picked up by Danny. Oh, the shade of it all. I think that's terrible. So initially, when I heard this, I was like, oh, yeah, here we go again. It's woke. We we just had the news, haven't we, that Mr. Potato Head is no longer going to be called Mr. Potato Head. Oh. It's just going to be called Potato Head. Um, oh, you're joking? So, yeah. You can still get Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, but but Potato Head will be <laughs> will just be the, the name that it goes under. So I was like thinking, oh, you know, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but then reading it, I'm kind of kind of on board with it you know it did does need updating um to to reflect modern times um if you're somebody who likes monopoly that's great um i would rather chew my own nails off my feet um, than play monopoly um it was a just... photograph of you doing that on page three of the sun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It's haunted me for all of my life. Um, so Why yeah, your career I'm, never got yeah, off the ground. Yeah, never. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I, I have friends who absolutely love it. Um, I've been to adult games nights. Oh, where. When I say adult games night, there was no kind of sexual stuff going on. I have to, you know, it's just oh. adult playing games, uh, board games, and um, there was the, there was an infamous Monopoly game that went on for six hours until no. five a.m. in the morning, no. um, where finally the two players ha- that were left had different views of the rules and would not budge on them. So it, they were just sat there for hours going, well, you can't do that because that's not in the rules. And the other person was going, well, no, you can't do it because it's not in the rules. Um, and in the end, I think I flipped the table over. Just yeah. I, was, I, was, I was sleep deprived and I wanted to go home. Um, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Well, the unexpected like, twist at the end of that story. If like. anyone is ever going to make me play this game ever again, Bruce will play a heavy feature into it i'm not playing it for six or seven hours unless i'm getting drunk so no <laughs> however you did spend six or seven hours preparing new chance and community well cards, which is awesome. I, have you got I, some more to share with us actually it only took me about 25 minutes because once i got started i got a bit excited so i've got more with, <laughs> i got more with the chance cards so like with your chance cards you always had it was always that risk wasn't it like whether mm. you um you got like a good one or a bad one so i have a couple of good ones 
So again, RuPaul's Drag Race related. You win the mini challenge. Here is a voucher for wigs. Drag queens love wigs. They need wigs. They survive off wigs. So that's a, a good prize, I think. And then you slid the reading challenge. So for anyone who hasn't watched the RuPaul's Drag Race, like just, in fact, just go on YouTube or whatever and just like type in reading challenges, blah, 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 blah. You will get the gist. It is hilarious. Well, some of them are like, you know, boring, but a lot of them are really, really good. And then my third one would be like, your runway was an extravaganza. Here is like $7,000. And then you get to get, you know, like obviously fake money, but you get the money that way. You don't have to like do like, things that make you think about stuff you just win it because you got that card that's the chance in life that you need uh, and they also I, I do have some that are like you know where you lose money but I, I will save those but we'll get back to those Lee I'm loving Paul how good is he he is oh. really helpful into this <laughs> Just, like, just like to point out, as if you haven't already guessed, Paul is homosexual. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me? Um, <laughs> you know, if in case you were wondering with the whole RuPaul um, thing. Um. Well, because Paul clearly hasn't listened to the show. Usually we just flop in and just we don't know what we're talking about. No one's done any research. He's really put thought into this. It's the first time I've heard someone who's put thought into this podcast yeah. in months. I've actually I'm dodged so doing work. <laughs> <laughs> because I should have been focusing on stuff that I need to do for tomorrow. And I was like, no, actually, my, my focus now is going to be on changing the rules to Monopoly. But I don't know if they still do that. Well, it's not a game for kids, is it? Let's, let's really, really be honest. It isn't a game for kids. But they aimed it towards it being a family, <laughs> a family thing. And it just wasn't. It just wasn't. Like, unless you were a clever child, then no, it weren't going to work. Well, here's the test, Paul. So it was, it's designed for, you know, adults to teach kids about some of the principles of life, I suppose. What, What principles did you take away from this game? What did you learn? I learned very quickly that people are awful, no matter how close <laughs> you think you are to them. And you know what? Sleep with one eye open because you might think you are screwing me over by taking all of my money. But guess what? Your dolls and your Barbies are going to get shaved deads. <laughs> Maybe melted in the fire. See who's laughing then. <laughs> I, I, I learned that extortion is fun. Um, <laughs> And cheating's fun by the sound of it. You and your banking hand. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Listen, Uh, I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give you a couple more of mine. Um, You can pick up a community chess card. You have been made the manager of a call center. Proceed to (laughs) India. And there's another one. You have won a dinner with Jerry Halliwell. Visit her on Old Kent Road. Wow, I think she lives in the country. I think she lives in the country now. So, <laughs> old Kent Manor. Then, <laughs> yeah. um, here's yeah. another one. If you were born after 2002, cancel everything and end the game. Just stop. Stop it now. Yeah. <laughs> stop. End it. Yeah. Everything's too offensive. Too yep. rude. Yeah. Can't yeah. say anything. 
pack it up Miss, and recycle it. Recycle it. Yeah. <laughs> Miss a turn after you get food poisoning from a delicious tofu vegan treat. Oh, no. <laughs> this is the woke version, right, Lee? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. It's, yeah you, you've got you discover the... that your best friend is eating real meat. Send them back to the start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, there is so there is so there is you know if they're going to go for it, then go for it big time, really. Um, and yeah, like take away everything that you <laughs> can't even say it's fun. Everything that's supposed to be deemed as fun, strip it all together, make it beige, make it the beigest game to exist, so that it offends no one, it doesn't stress nobody out, and then no one can complain about it. Another one of the cards, you discover you're actually Bill Gates. Pay no tax for the <laughs> remainder of the game, but pretend to donate to free parking. <laughs> There's so many ideas. They, they Men, just go yeah, on and on and on. They do. And some of them perhaps not as politically correct as we, we thought um, they could be. I came up with, um, you are a member of the royal family who has invented um, a specific treatment for non-sweating. Um, please, please. <laughs> Um, you've changed the course of history. Don't, I don't, I don't think that. Yeah, is 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 necessarily. It's current, but it's not necessarily woke. No, no. Don't go to jail. Exonerate yourself. I love it. <laughs> don't go to jail. Go to Pizza Express. <laughs> In Woking or something. <laughs> oh, man. Now, Paul, you reminded us that you had some penalties, some penalty cards to give us. What are they? I do. So, going back to the – well, the kind of like the take a chance cards. So, I gave you the, you know, the ones where you can win things. Now, I'm going to take stuff away from you. So – Again, it's like quotes. So if you've never seen RuPaul's Drag Race, then, you know, it probably won't make a difference. But (laughs) so you have back rolls, lose $100. It could be, you know, like, (laughs) so back rolls is a thing. Um, Alyssa Redwoods, again, YouTube, it's a a wonderful thing. Um, My second one is you lose the lip sync Sasha away to the bin so that takes you to the bin so that's where you've got to go to and then the third one was your runway didn't impress the judges lose all dollars and that's it you're bankrupt that's it you're gone you're gone from the game then you are out if you don't impress the judges you're gone that's it in the bin and you stay in the bin forever I love it. You know, this podcast has been so educational for me. I've taken away (laughs) expressions. I've got a show to go and watch now to catch up because it sounds like there's a whole community out there that I don't know anything about that I should. This is awesome. It's incredible. We will never hear from Paul again because he will now be made a millionaire by... (laughs) By World of Wonder um, and RuPaul. Actually, yeah. Let's 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 fingers cross that happens because <laughs> I'm I'm living for early retirement, very very early retirement. So come on, World of Wonder, sort me out. Give me some of your the real money. Thank you very much. Yeah, they're going to be wondering. Everyone's going to be asking, "Where's Paul? Where's Paul?" And months later, he'll reemerge with his version of Drag Race Monopoly. <laughs> And he'll trump us all. He'll trump us all. He'll be the richest man in. Yeah. What, where are you from again? Wigan. I'm, I'm from from Wigan. 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 Yep. <laughs> I like Auckland better. That sounds yeah, more exciting. It, it does sound a bit more exciting. <laughs> Hey Lee and Paul, you have been awesome. But I hope that you're going to come and join me for next week's episode where we'll be talking about the Michael Jackson version of Operation. 
I didn't see that one coming. I, I really, really didn't. didn't know what was going to happen right there. <laughs> 